Good evening, and welcome back to Captain Cambino's Cabana, where I have no clue what's going on. Just kidding. Anyway, it's Friday. The captain is back. It's Friday night. Um, kicking it off early this evening. Um, this is the last podcast of February. I'm going to be on vacation next week, so we're going to take a little time off. But welcome back to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Uh, the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So welcome back to a Friday night. Hope everybody's doing well. want to thank all the listeners out there for following the show. Be sure to subscribe to the latest episodes on the Apple Podcast and Spotify app. And just click the follow button and you can listen online, offline, whenever you want. So I actually made a couple of changes to the, the, the show of renamed them actually made some give them gave him some names instead of just podcast number one podcast number two so made a little made a few changes here and there so trying to tweak it a little bit so we're getting there you know rome wasn't built overnight but um starboard is left so anyway still not a real captain but uh maybe someday so you never know uh sam craig you never know so <laughs> Uh, I want to thank God for the opportunity to be back here to speak again. So it's awesome. I appreciate all the fans that are following and thank God for the opportunity to come back and just, and, you know, get it all out on the table, get some entertainment therapy out and cabana comedy. So thank you, Lord, for all you do. Uh, God bless America. I want to thank all of our first responders, our troops overseas, all the servicemen and women for all they do for this country. Please be safe. I uh, hope you can see your family soon. Come home soon. Be safe. Uh, we love you. We support you. Better days are coming. Thanks to our, many thanks to our first responders, law enforcement, men and women, all the EMTs, firefighters, Coast Guard, you name it. Thank you for all you do. Better days are coming. Hang in there. So uh, cap, the captain is also an advocate for the Second Amendment, and I uh, will stand by that to the end of time. And, again, if you have a problem, you don't have to listen. So, um, again, Uncle Rico, you know what, Napoleon? You can leave. <laughs> Never gets old. Um, so, yeah, so it's good to be back. Um, thank God for being here again, and I'm looking forward to it. So, welcome back to the cabana, and we're having a chill environment here. Uh, we got the fake beach going, the fake waves. It's all fake. So, <laughs> uh, my name is Captain Cambino, and I live in a fantasy world. So, what is the deal with the people that are pulling the grocery carts in the grocery stores? What, what is the deal with that? Is that like a new trend where, you know, you got a cart and you got the handle and you put both hands on it and you push it? The carts aren't made to be pulled so you can look at your cell phone and check your TikTok. That's the dumbest thing I ever, I ever seen. I'm sick of it. It's just stupid shit. They're pulling their carts so they can look at their phone. I mean, how lazy can you be? How, I mean, let, let's, let's become even more lazy. Yes. That's what we want to do. Sick of it. That's all these people that they take their time and they pull that cart. And and then the ones that are checking out and they're holding their phone, they're talking to somebody, and they take stuff out of their cart one at a time and put it on the, the conveyor one at a time. I was like, I'm, you know, if you, if you hung up the phone, you could use both hands. And you wouldn't be, you know, people wouldn't have to wait because you're a dumbass. So, yeah, that's, uh, there's your, there's your shopping grocery store world right there whatever yeah i'm just tired of it so um 
What I want to talk about tonight on the cabana, and this is, like I said, it's another chill night. I got vacation coming up, so we're just going to talk about whatever. But I want to talk about Friday nights back in the day. Uh, before we get there, let's go over a couple other things that are in the media today. But the topic is Friday nights as a kid growing up and just spending Friday nights and things we used to do. I'm sure everybody heard about the outage from AT&T yesterday. So um, I don't know what happened, but I went to Chick-fil-A yesterday morning on the way to work. And I had a gift card from a friend that uh, somebody, you know, um, hooked me up with an early birthday gift and uh, had a gift card. So I stopped by Chick-fil-A and the nice old lady came out and brought, brought me breakfast. And she goes, there's an outage with AT&T. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, thank you. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't have AT&T. But then my, my work phone is AT&T. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I do have AT&T. Well, I tested it. My phone worked. I could call my phone, my personal phone, which is T-Mobile. No problems. Worked just fine. And uh, so I don't know what was going on. But um, the captain wasn't affected because my shit works. But, yes, yeah, so I, don't, I, don't I don't know what happened. But they're saying it was a bad process. So something they just don't want to take the they don't want to let people know what happened. They they effed up somewhere and they got caught and they probably it might have been a minor cyber cyber attack. Who knows? They won't admit to it because they don't want to look they don't want to get bad publicity. I tell you what though, folks, a cyber attack is coming. It's going to be a big one. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's it's got to be in the cards. Somebody's planning it somewhere. You know they are. Um, ransomware is a scary thing, though, folks. So you got to be careful when you're on the internet. I know I spoke a few weeks ago. Um, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday edition. That, that cyber attacks, the ransomware, they don't play around. That shit's real. So be prepared. Um, just you know, be cautious when the in there on the internet. When in doubt, don't. Um, I couldn't get that out there. When the, on the internet. On the internet. <laughs> Sir, what I meant to say was <laughs> Police Academy. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so that stupid outage, you know, I don't know what they're just trying to cover their ass. You know, they, they, they screwed up. They know they did. So uh, another um, topic of interest I found out, uh, and this is, looks like it's a few weeks old, but I just found out about it. Best Buy is no longer carrying physical DVDs or Blu-ray 4K movies. No more physical media. They're just getting rid of it. I'm like, wow. You know, back in the day, I, I loved going to Best Buy and just looking at everything they had. And I would stock up on a lot of, on a lot of movies. I mean, that was the place to go. Before Best Buy, there was Suncoast Motion Picture Company. Those of you remember Sun Suncoast? That place was that was the place to go back in the day. And of course, there was Sam Goody, uh, Fye, but Suncoast set the stage. Man, they had everything. They had laser discs back in the day. Um, I mean, back when laser discs didn't even have an opportunity to take off. Laser disc paved the way for Blu-ray and HD, DVD, 4K, all that stuff. Um. That, that, that would be cool. I mean, I'm sure there's some, I'm sure it's hard to get, I, I don't think, no, excuse me. I, I know it's not hard to get a Laserdisc system today because they're all over eBay. And there's a bunch of classic movies that are still available on Laserdisc. I wonder what that shit looks like on an HDTV. That'd be cool to, that'd be cool to see. Um, 
I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's some cool cool movies out there. That that'd be interesting to see how that, how that compa- how that looks today, you know, or whatever. But be cool to be cool to see. But yeah, so Best Buy is getting rid of all their physical media. So I remember back in the day just looking for some old TV shows. They had everything. They had everything. And I guess you know, sign of the times. You know, economy, everything's cutting back, and it's just not the same anymore. It sucks. I remember when I worked, I worked at Best Buy, and I used to, I used to set up movies. That was a, a perfect job for me. Um, just too many, too many jerk offs that come in there, you know. But anyway, um, I remember setting up the TV show, the TV show aisle. Man, they had, we had every Law and Order TV show you could think of. I mean. All the, all the TV shows you could think of. Law and Order took up so much space. Can you imagine if, like, All My Children, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital was, was on DVD? It would take up half the store. <laughs> There's so many episodes. But, anyway, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, speaking of that physical media, you know, CDs are still the way to go for audio, in my opinion. CDs have the best quality ever because it's recorded straight from the studio. You are getting the top of the line quality. I used to sell TVs as well as at Best Buy, and we had Magnolia Home Theater. Magnolia was the shit back then. I mean, you talk about you know HDMI cables for like almost three hundred dollars, maybe not that much, but this this was some high end shit. Now I I had to take training on a lot of the stuff like Denon audio systems. Uh, Pioneer, all that stuff, the the big name stuff, um, Klipsch maybe I don't know, but then there was, um, but Denon, Denon was a big one, Denon was badass, and I remember reading stuff about CDs. They said CD quality. If you're playing a CD on a surround sound system, it's the best sound you're ever going to get, and not this digital stuff. I still buy old CDs. Uh, there's a really good site called. Um, disc OGs and I'm telling you you can find so many old CDs soundtracks I'm a big soundtrack guy there's lots of old soundtracks on there that you can find it's amazing discogs.com I mean it's it's awesome so CDs are still the way to go I still have a CD player in my car I love it I've got the Superman original soundtrack from 1978 The Empire Strikes Back I mean anything John Williams is phenomenal uh, Jaws is a really good soundtrack it's John Williams um yeah, so I, I still have I still have CDs. Don't care, love it. It's awesome. I mean, so yeah, if you still have CDs, enjoy the hell out of those CDs while you can, because that is the best quality audio you're going to get for music. Just heads up. Whether or not you knew that, food for thought. So uh, again, it's entertainment therapy here at the Cabana. So. Um, speaking of that, uh, movies, uh, recently caught up on a few. I watched, uh, the Equalizer three with Denzel Washington. That was awesome. I thought it was really good. It wasn't as much like he didn't really get involved as much as far as fighting. Yeah. I mean, he did, he did enough, but he wasn't as involved in fighting or jacking people up like he did in the first two, but it was still, it was still badass. I mean, it was Denzel. So, um, uh, Dakota Fanning is in it. She's she's older. She's almost thirty in that one. She looks alright. Um, uh, so yeah, Equalizer three. The word is that the director is open for a fourth one as long as Denzel is on board. So right now, I think that was just they're just doing three. But unless Denzel wants to do a fourth one, it's up in the air. 
Speaking of a fourth one, John Wick Chapter 4. That movie was awesome. Um, uh, just a culmination, you know, his, it's the final quest. And, you know, he handles it like a pro. I mean, it's just, just a, a great series. All four movies are badass, the John Wick movies. If you get a chance, check them out. I got all of them for Thanksgiving this past year. So they had a special uh, Black Friday. So uh, the John Wick Chapter 4, awesome. Be sure to check it out. Um, just the music alone in that movie is so freaking cool. So uh, Meg 2, The Trench, terrible. <laughs> I mean, Jason Statham, he can only do so much, you know, but he – you know, Jason Statham versus a 65 million year old shark. Yeah. And there's three of them. But anyway, it, it was it was a little a little too much going on there. So Meg to the Trench. Yeah, don't waste your time. The first Meg movie was the was better, much better. But anyway, just F FYI. Um, a couple of old movies I got into I haven't seen in a long time. Of course, Kindergarten Cop. I mean, I remember that when I was, gosh, I was sixth grade. And uh, fifth grade, maybe. And <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> oh, man. And the, the villain in that movie is Richard Tyson. Richard Tyson plays Crisp. Well, he, his debut, I believe, was uh, Three O'Clock High. came out in 1987. If you get a chance, watch Three O'Clock High. It's awesome. So... It was one of those 80s movies that flew under the radar. The, um, the, the lead character, Casey Zamasco, is actually one of the characters in Back to the Future. He's one of Biff's guys, the one that wears the 3D sunglasses. Hey, listen, guys, I don't want to mess with a bunch of reefer addicts or anything. <laughs> um, so he, he's in the Back to the Future movies, and he's also one of the bad guys that gets a tattoo, and uh, like they cut his arm with a tattoo in uh, Stand By Me. Can't remember his name and stand by me, but Casey Zamasco. Uh, so he's Jerry Mitchell in the movie Three O'clock High. So there's were um, uh, the voice the the lady that plays uh, the voice of Lisa Simpson's actually in it, like physically in the in the movie. So this is right before the Simpsons. And anyway, so the movie starts off. The whole movie is based on this one day at school. So Jerry Mitchell is in charge of the school store. Now I'm not going to go into great detail because I want you to watch it. But anyway, he. Um, there's a new kid that's in town, Buddy Ravel, who played by Richard Tyson, who was the villain in Kindergarten Cop. Plays a great villain. And he's in a new school. So Jerry Mitchell's on the school paper, so they're, they want to do an article about him. And Jerry just somehow, you know, the guy doesn't like getting touched. So Jerry accidentally touches him and something happens, you know, and the whole movie is going to be based on a fight. They're going to fight at 3 o'clock. So the whole movie is him trying to get out of it. And it's just all these antics happen and stuff that just does nothing goes his way. And he's just an average guy, but he turns out to be, I mean, the man. I'm just saying. It's really a, a really cool, the way it changes pace, you'll you like it. So if you're looking for a good escape, the 80s movies had it all, man. I'm not kidding. I mean, I watched Better Off Dead the other day. I mean, it's a wintertime movie, so it's classic. You know, you'd be wise to do as a mother says, Lane Meyer. Language lessons. Incredible words from a man who knows how to ski. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, if you're looking for a good escape, it's on Apple TV, 3 o'clock high. 
Um, you can rent it. It's it's awesome. So I mean, it's a good you know takes you back to the eighties. I mean, it's just good stuff. You know, in high school, uh, just good times. So um, the chick from uh, Lucas and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, one of the, she's the one that goes. <laughs> Ferris, he's so sweet. He said if he if Ferris dies, he's gonna give his eyes to Stevie Wonder. Oh, he's such a sweetie. You gotta go. Hi, Jeannie. Shut up. <laughs> so it's it's just like a it's an '80s movie that I don't know how it didn't get recognized, but it's it's awesome. So be sure to check it out. Three o'clock high came out in 1987. Uh, anyway, uh, digital streaming. You know, uh, I, I'm in, I'm in it. I'm I'm on board. Um, the only downsize is downside, excuse me, outages. That's going to be the only problem. And you know, it's, um, it's coming. So I'm just saying, we got to be prepared for any type of outage, have a backup. So that's why I recommend backup your movies, you know, as being a, as being a tech nerd, an IT guy, you know, backup your movies. I have all my movies in the cloud. I have no more physical DVDs as well. I got rid of all of them about seven years ago. Now, they're all saved in the cloud, so if I want to watch a movie, I'll download it to an external hard drive, plug it up to my TV, boom, I'll watch it. I'm ready. Same thing with my TV shows. Now, a lot of stuff I have on Apple TV, so I do stream it. But if your streaming is down, you're you're screwed. So that's why it's good to be able to have, have them backed up on a hard drive, and if you've got a USB port, you can watch them on your TV. You don't need to be on the internet. So just a heads up, have a backup of a backup of a backup of a backup. There's nothing wrong with that. Have as many backups as possible because you never know when you're going to need it. And so, yeah, just heads up there. Um, I was looking around. I, I just not too long ago, I told you I completed the, the complete series. I finished watching the complete series of Dallas from the uh, 1978 to 1991. It was 357 episodes phenomenal show one of the best shows ever and um, they did a spent they did a came back to, they came back to South Fork in the 2012 show well I found those online so I'm going to start watching those there's three seasons so it's the Dallas 2000 start that came on in 2012 so they do um, pay homage to the original so I'm looking forward to watching that so I did find it online and I have a software that can decrypt the, the movies, so it's a, the, the TV shows or anything, any online media. And it's all legal. So anyway, um, so yeah, looking, looking forward to, uh, to watching Dallas, um, the, the new, the 2012 version of Dallas. So um, I was also found this old movie online. There's a website called Tubi, T-U-B-I. Tubi has a lot of free movies you can watch online. Uh, most of them have ads. But there's one called Super Snooper. came out in 1980. It's also, the other, other title is called Super Fuzz. And I remember when I was a kid, it was Terrence Hill. He's one of those Western actors that, or one of those actors appeared in all a bunch of Western movies back in the day named Trinity or something like that. Did a lot of Trinity movies. Well, anyway, so he's in this movie with Ernest Borgnine where he's a super cop and he acquires these powers, kind of like Superman. But when he sees red, he loses his powers. So you got to watch it. It's dumb. It's a it's a stupid movie, but it's just it's classic slapstick. Where you, you know, like how did this stuff get made? You know, <laughs> the thing is, it was filmed in Miami, filmed in South Beach, and I used to live there. There's one scene. So there's a there's a connection between Super Snooper or Super Fuzz and Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. So there is a scene 
where they go after a, a robber, a, bur a robber in a Publix. There's a Publix in South Beach where they filmed a scene. I used to shop. I was like, I know that store. Of course, it's back in 1980, so it's old. I mean, you, but you can tell the, the parking lot, everything, it's the same thing. I was like, that's it. That's the Publix in South Beach. And uh, it was, I was like, this is so cool. It's like 40 years ago. But, but they, they catch this bad guy, and the bad guy shoots at the cop, you know, Terrence Hill, and he catches the bullet in his teeth. So in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, same thing happened. The bad guys were shooting at Ace. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey caught a bullet in his teeth. So at the, I think, I can't confirm that, but I think they're paying homage to Superfuzz because it was both, film, both, both movies were filmed in South Florida in Miami. So anyway, not, neither here nor there. Who knows if that's even true. I just threw that out there. But I, I did notice a scene was, there was a scene at the Publix in South Beach, and I used to do my grocery shopping there. So pretty cool. Can you imagine if Ace Ventura was like in a, um, some type of case with Crockett and Tubbs and Lois Einhorn? Or can you imagine Crockett and Tubbs working for Lois Einhorn instead of Castillo? <laughs> That'd be funny. Anyway, tonight on Miami Vice, Crockett gets the boss of coffee. Ventura, when I get out of that bathroom, you better be gone. Is it number one or number two? I just want to know how much time I have. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. So anyway, movies, you know, big movie guy. I uh, signed up. So I recently signed up for Netflix. So Netflix, the only reason I signed up, because there's an old school cartoon that has, has resurfaced. It's uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Now, I grew up on He-Man. He-Man was the shit. I mean, He-Man, they had it all. He-Man and Skeletor. Skeletor is my favorite villain of all time. I mean, the guy craves nothing but power, and he never got it, and he just keeps, he never gives up. But he's a big coward, too. I mean, he'll just run away when things get in trouble. He'll, he'll, he gets in trouble, or if he can't handle it. Um, <laughs> so there's just, Skeletor, he's just, he's just my favorite villain. And so anyway, a few, a couple years ago, excuse me, you know, they did a 1982-83 version the version of the cartoons called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And it was, uh, came, it was Filmation, and it came on, I'm pretty sure, USA or whatever cartoon, you know, channels when I was a kid. It was only lasted two, two or three seasons, so it didn't last very long. But it was a phenomenal cartoon. But at the very end of each episode was a, a message. They would send a message, like they would talk about stealing, fighting, um, talking to strangers, uh, getting into bad situations, not listening to your parents, drugs, alcohol, anything, you know, um, violence. They would talk about stuff that was in real life. And my parents, my mom loved it because my mom always let us, my mom let us watch He-Man and G.I. Joe because they all had a message at the end. And it was, it was, they were educational as well. A lot of people don't realize that. G.I. Joe had the ones where they would, um, like, you know, kind of similar message He-Man that, you know, if you if don't, don't, um, listen to what your friends say all the time and don't talk to strangers, whatever. And then, you know, if some main character from a uh, GI Joe would come in and we're like, Oh wow, it's dial tone. Yeah. It says, come on now, be smart next time. And next time you'll know. And, and knowing is half the battle GI Joe. So they always had a message and it was always positive. It was great for the kids. I thought it was perfect. GI Joe, he man, whoever did the writing on that or the, the studios behind it did a phenomenal job. Cause that's how it should, that's how it should be today. Teach these kids a positive message. It's not, those are the good old days right there. 
Um, so yeah, it, that stuff like that was great. And then, so He-Man, they did it like if it was like two or three seasons. There's a lot of characters in the He-Man universe that you didn't see um, on the TV show, but you saw them in the toy line. The toy line was phenomenal. The toy line had, oh man, that was so cool. My older brother and I, one year, he got Castle Grayskull, I got Snake Mountain. I'll never forget it. Coolest thing ever. Skeletor always wanted Snake Mountain. Well, anyway, they had all these characters. They had characters that came out later on um, after the show, but right before the show went off the air that they didn't really get get any chance to see on TV. Like the Snake Man. There was was, uh, King Hiss, Squeeze, um, um... the the rock the rock brothers rockon and stonedar there was um there were other snake men i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think of uh t- tongue lashore tongue lasher but they they had a, they ended in or tongue lashore and then there was um there i mean just different um snake face so there's a lot of different there was a the snake men the snake men were a different um a group of people that you know came other other villains or whatever so never really got a chance to you know promote them then you had the horde hordak there was grizzlor leech mantena uh there's a lot of cool characters in the in, in hordak's team but then there was also heroes that you didn't to see like extendar uh rio blast clamp champ um uh, Dragstor. Dragstor was a villain, I believe. Excuse me. Blade was also a villain. Gwildor, who was in the 1987 movie. Um, there was just there was just a lot of cool characters that you didn't get to see in the TV show, and but they released them in the toy line. Snout Spout. Snout Spout was actually an elephant. He had a he had a spout like an elephant. Um, a snout, excuse me, and he would put out fires. So he was like a he was like a fire chief or something that's weird but anyway um so yeah they had a scare glow was another one he, he was a villain they had so many cool characters that you never got to see anyway i'm rambling on there excuse me but um they kevin smith the guy that was in clerks you know jay and silent bob he's a bit he's a huge he-man fan so he ended up they wrote the show they wrote a new show came out a couple years ago called he-man not he-man but just masters of the universe revelation so basically, it's a sequel to the, our cartoon we grew up with back in the 80s. It's like 40 years later. And it's like, wow, now that's cool. So I, it was on Netflix. Mark Hamill, who's Luke Skywalker, the voice of the Joker, is the voice of Skeletor. So it was like, oh, man, this is going to be pretty cool, I hope. Well, they brought in some political BS and woke crap a little bit. A lot of people didn't like it. They bashed it a little. And I was like, eh, I don't care. I overlook all that. I want to see stuff I grew up with and I want to see He-Man and well they kind of went a different direction with Tila Tila the daughter of the sorceress whatever they it was like uh, one season and it was 10 episodes they spread them out though they started like in July and then the rest of them came out in November it was really weird well anyway that was Revelation now they got a new one called Revolution so Skeletor has been abducted by the Horde and Hordak and He-Man is trying to rescue his friends and Tila is now the sorceress. Well, anyway, they brought in some characters from the TV shows, like the, the toy line. I was like, okay, there we go. Pretty cool. Well, they brought in Gwildor. Gwildor was played by Billy Barty, who was a little man actor from a long time ago. Uh, he was in Foul Play, UHF, Legend. Um, 
Under the Rainbow, lot, lots of great movies. Well, he was Gwildor in the 1987 movie Masters of the Universe, starring Dolph Lundgren as He-Man um, and Frank Langella as Skeletor. Uh, Courtney Cox, I think that was her first movie. Not for sure. Pretty, pretty sure it was. But anyway, so Gwildor, is in the, he's a new character in that movie. Well, Gwildor's in the, this cartoon series, and they acknowledge the events from the 1987 movie. So I was like, okay, cool. Now they're, they're keeping it like they're keeping it real. That's what I like about it. The only thing I didn't like is Gwildor said he was an atheist. But they never mentioned God. I was like, this is so, why do they have to do that crap? Oh, it just pisses me off. You got to ruin a cartoon because you got to put your political BS in there. Anyway, so I just you just got to overlook it. But anyway, um, so Gwildor's back in it. So they but they do acknowledge the uh, the series. So I only signed up for Netflix. <laughs> in a nutshell, all that stuff I'm talking about. <laughs> I only signed up for Netflix just to watch He-Man. You know, yeah, I'm a kid at heart, obviously. Uh, I'm a big nerd, so. <laughs> But Netflix, just give you a heads up, Netflix has a new, they have new plan options when you sign up. Because, you know, they got rid of people using, signing in to their mom's account or your sister's account, whatever, your friend's account. You can't do that anymore. You have to have your own account. So they have this, they have these options. You have three plans. One of them is like $7.50 a month and you have ads. There's a second one. It's just standard definition. The second one is um, high definition, 1080p. No ads, like uh, $15. Then they have a third one, 4K HD, outstanding picture, obviously, no ads, $22. So it, it's, a, it's a price hike. However, I, I did the one for 1080p. I was like, okay, I, have, I don't have a 4K TV. I was like, I don't, okay, well, I'm good with them. It was just, it's just animated. So I signed up for that, the 1080p. I had to turn the volume up on my TV. I think they do this on purpose. They can get more money. They found a loophole. And that's it's kind of a kind of a genius move in my opinion. It's a dick move, but it's a genius move too. So they that's they Netflix now has a way to get you to So don't buy into all that stuff. If you don't have a 4K TV, don't buy the 4K plan. It's not worth it. So just giving you a heads up. Just do the 1080p. So anyway, useless information as normal here at Captain Cambino's Cabana. So, um, but anyway, I did watch some old movies. I watched Kindergarten Cop, like I said. I've been watching some Seinfeld reruns, just anything to pass the time. So, um, but I, again, I'm only on there for a month, and I've already watched the episodes of He-Man, so I'm like, okay, now what? <laughs> but um, anyway, so... Um, yeah, just movies, you know, everything's streaming now. You know, so I'm, I still have a Blu-ray player, but I don't really have a lot of... I still have the James Bond movies in Blu-ray, and I won't get rid of those. I have every James Bond movie on Blu-ray, and I will never get rid of those. It's just, that's a birthday gift from about 10 years ago, and I'll always keep it. So, that's classic. So, like I said, hold on to that physical media if you can. Speaking of physical media, even though Best Buy is getting rid of all their physical media, Barnes & Noble has plenty of physical media cds dvds blu-ray 4k you name it they got it they got a lot of cool stuff so i didn't i didn't today it's hard to you know you don't think about it barnes and noble you think of books obviously calendars barnes and noble has lots of good entertainment uh movies tv shows physical media so check it out barnes and noble i wanted to talk also about the um february 23rd all the days, all the holidays that 
or take place today, the national, international days of whatever. So Friday, February 23rd, there's 20 holidays or 20 recognition days, whatever you want to call it. So today is, all, is National Hospitality Workers Appreciation Day. I know a little bit about that because I used to work in the hotel business. So that's interesting. Did not know that. I, I, sometimes I just think they make this shit up. I, I don't know where they get this from. But anyway, so today is National Hospitality Workers Appreciation Day. Let's see what else we got. Curling is cool day. The curling, the sport. Okay. Wow. I didn't I didn't know. Curling is cool day. We've got diesel engine day. Okay. All the truckers out there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Diesel engine day. Uh, international stand up to bullying day. Okay. Just go fight and get it over with whip his ass you know i'm just we didn't have to deal with this shit growing up we all fought and we after we were over we're cool about it we, we took care of business it's like hey man you, you're all right you know <laughs> just 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 fight and get it over with but i don't like bullying either but still just you know, whatever but international stand up to bullying day uh it's also national banana bread day okay not bad national banana day National Banana Bread Day, excuse me. National Dog Biscuit Day. All right, I like that. Your dog doesn't play, doesn't get to play fetch, or what he really wants is a, he doesn't want to play fetch, he wants a biscuit. <laughs> so National Dog Biscuit Day. National Play Tennis Day. National Rationalization Day. Wow. National Rudy Day? Like Rudy, R-U-D-Y. Rudy, the movie, 1993. Sean Astin, the only thing I know of. Rudy Giuliani. National Rudy Day. Okay, here we go. National Tile Day. Wow. Okay, let me get a little weird here. Okay, I like this one. National Tootsie Roll Day. Tootsie Roll. That Tootsie Roll. National Pinocchio Day. I guess we can lie as much as we want. (laughs) Who, you and Pinocchio Morris over here? <laughs> National Skip the Straw Day. Uh, more of that plastic crap. You know, just leave the straws alone. They don't they aren't hurting anybody. Um, just between you and me, leave the dog out of it. <laughs> and finally, National, well, no, not, not National, but World Peace and Understanding Day. Man, okay, that's enough of that. So, all right, so I just wanted to share that with you. Today is a national day of so much bullshit, so I just call it National Bullshit Day. So, anyway, they should have something like that, really. National Bullshit Day. You can say whatever the hell you want. So, all righty, well, I just want to share that with you, so uh, let's move on here. So, going back to the original topic here tonight at the Cabana, Friday nights growing up. So, this is something I've always, I always enjoy talking about. Um, Friday nights back in the day as a kid, man, we, you know, plan spend the night parties, anything we can do to, um, just, you know, get things going, have a good time, whatever we can do. Friday nights as a kid, man, old school video stores, uh, growing up, there was Video Midtown, which I became manager of later on in college. Back in the day, Video Midtown had all the best WWF Coliseum video VHS tapes, wrestling, Hulk Hogan, 
the Macho Man Randy Savage, Andre the Giant, Ravishing Rick Rude, Jake the Snake Roberts, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I mean, you talk about old school wrestling. We rented all of it. I mean, like they had a deal five days, five movies, five days, five bucks. And it was still there when I was manager. <laughs> I mean, we used, we used to rent. We rent one on a Friday night, didn't have to bring it back till, till, till Monday. So it was great. Um, and it was just rented all the VHS you could think of. Coliseum Video back in the day. They had behind-the-scenes interviews. Mean Gene Okerlund, Lord Alfred Hayes. They had a bunch of great stuff. Hillbilly Jim. They had all these uh, classic interview segments, vignettes. And there was one where Hulk Hogan was training to take on King Kong Bundy at WrestleMania 2. And Hillbilly Jim is there to spot him while he's working out. <laughs> come on, Hulkster. Let's, let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Yeah, come on, Hulkster. <laughs> and Hogan, I'll do a thousand chin-ups to beat King Kong Bundy, brother. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, just going to certain video stores to find the right wrestling VHS tape. And, of course, you get your action movies, the comedies. I mean, Revenge of the Nerds, Porky's. Um, anything that was, you know, a little, a little racy, had some, you know, naked women, something like that. So, <laughs> there's a place in France where the naked ladies dance, and a hole in the wall where the men can see it all. <laughs> I remember Jonathan Oliver singing that one time. Anyway, so yeah, anything classic movies, you know, we'd rent them. But there was a really cool store growing up in Oxford called Take Two Video. Take Two Video was in this giant shopping center. Still, the shopping center is still there today. But back in the day, this was this is the place to go. Um, that place was freaking huge. Just just think of a grocery store like Kroger, your average Kroger, and it was a video store. Now that that's what I'm talking about, and I'm not kidding. It was huge. That place it was all alphabetized. They had VHS tapes, every all the latest new releases. They had Nintendo games. They had its own wrestling section. The Nintendo games was where, that's where we all went to. What Nintendo game could we rent? Mega Man, Castlevania, Zelda, Mario, Contra, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Excite Bike, Mock Rider, RC Pro-Am, Metroid, Kid Icarus, Wrecking Crew, Baseball Stars, RBI Baseball, Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl, Oh, man. Russian Attack, Rygar, WrestleMania. That game sucked. <laughs> but um, it was just Hogan had red tights on, too. It didn't make sense. Um, but it was so much fun. I mean, just going through there. Galgo 13, that was another one. Um, they had so many games. They had everything. Jason Bailey, Jonathan Walker, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, Jonathan Oliver, I'm sure you do, too. So, yeah, that was, I'm telling you, that was the place to go. Um, Brad Mayo, you know, Rush Mayo, you guys know, um, oh man, they had everything. I mean, just, they had toys, popcorn, candy, you name it. It was like, it was before Blockbuster really took off. I would say, well, Blockbuster was around, but it was before Blockbuster really just, you know, um, separated themselves from the rest of them. So take two video back in the day when I was a kid, that place was freaking cool. And every VHS game, the Ninja Turtles games, any any Nintendo game. Oh, man. So we'd rent all that, get candy, load up, and just get crazy and just play video games all night. And um, I remember one time having to spend the night party playing Mega Man, and we got real far at the end. It was just oh, it was so much fun. And then we'd stay up late and wait for Cinemax After Dark. <laughs> 
We wanted to see what uh, what naked women are going to be on. So I remember back in the day when I was a kid, I learned how to do the remote control. So I knew what channel Cinemax was on. And my little brother told on me one time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I figured it out. So there were movies like Emmanuel. There was like, what, 15 Emmanuel movies. <laughs> Lady Chatterley. Lady Chatterley in Tokyo. Lady Chatterley's Lovers. There was one I remember spending the night at Jason Bailey's house. We had sleeping bags, all this classic stuff. I mean, just, you know, Friday night as a kid. There was just one movie we stayed up late. His dad went to, his parents went to bed. So I remember he wakes me up and he's like, Cameron, I got the remote. I was like, we're going to watch some Cinemax. <laughs> and it was one movie I'll never forget. It. And I, I remember it's called Melody and Love. And it was one of those random, weird Friday night movies that was like a, like dubbed voices, you know. And there was some naked women. They were beautiful. And I was just like, like Poindexter and Avenger Nerds. Ah! So, yeah, we had the sleeping bags. We had it all, man. It was classic. Good old days, man. I'm telling you. Um, I miss it. I miss it a whole bunch. I miss it so much. Can't Just can't explain it. It's just those are the those are the greatest times ever growing up as a kid is Friday nights, trying to figure out what to do. Either go to the movie theater or go to the arcade. Yesterday's was the name of the arcade in the mall. That place was awesome. They had the Ninja Turtles arcade game. They had Superman. Um Contra, Rastan. Rastan was like Conan. The guy had a sword, and he would jump. He was like, huh, huh, huh. and he just had this magic. You could use an axe. You could use a, a sword or a sword that shot fire. I mean, it was just, huh, huh. and the music was just awesome. You had Castlevania, or, uh, or Haunted Mansion, which later became Castlevania series. Um uh, let's see, Art, uh, uh, Outrun, Outrun, the, the racing game, the car racing game when you're on the beach, the music in Outrun is just never gets old. Um, man, there's so many, so many good ones. You had air hockey, of course, air hockey right there on the, on the side. You had that, the game where you hit the alligator heads. I'm going to get you. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> oh man. Uh, dig Doug. Let's see. Uh, Pac-Man, of course, Donkey Kong. You can't beat those. I mean, the, the old school Pizza Huts, too. They had the little ones where you sit down and you play it. Those those were great. Um, uh, Gradius, Arkanoid, anything that, you know. Um, Marble Madness was a fun one, too. Um, I don't know if they had an arcade, but I know they had it on the Nintendo. But the arcade, man, they had so many so many good games. Um, Kiami Bowling Alley also had a, had a bunch of arcade games, too. Um just just vintage uh but yeah so friday nights either going to the movie theater or going to the arcade and then walking through the mall sound shop sound shop had a bunch of great cds tapes they had in that weird little lock case that you uh you had to have unlocked it was back in the day but before the magnetized ones it was some type of different lock case it was weird like uh it was like a big handle on it too so Anyway, um, man, Sound Shop had everything, and then uh, uh, Walden Books had a good selection too of some, uh, had some had a few videos here and there. Maybe great great selection of books and comic books, um, sports books, things like that. Circus World, Circus World had every freaking toy and video game too you could think of. All the old school WWF, LJN, rubber action figures, 
G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Superpowers, um, Ninja Turtles, He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, man, they had everything. Thundercats, those Thundercats dolls were huge. Um, and Circus World, video games. I remember buying Castlevania 2 uh, at Circus World. And, and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, what a shitty selection I made. I uh, should have gotten Mega Man 2, but anyway, that was long story. <laughs> John Reagan loves that story. But, um, yeah, so, so many great, I mean, just, man, just good good times, man. Great memories. Um, that circus world. KB Toys has some good stuff, too. There's a little drugstore right there in the mall called KB Drugs. They had some toys. They had some great selection of toys there, too, action figures. Um Hasbro also released their own WWF toy line. I still have some old ones today. I still got Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. So I still have a Dan Marino in a box, too. Uh, starting starting lineups. Starting lineup, man. They had all that, too. So many good times, man. I'm telling you. Um, but Friday nights as a kid, man. That's why I love staying up late on a Friday night as I've gotten older. And just to, you know, kind of go back in time a little bit and watch some of these old movies. I was like, man, I remember watching this as a kid. I remember watching Real Genius at Carter Wilkes' house one time when I was a kid. And um, and uh, we couldn't go up in Tad's room. Carter said we were just we weren't allowed. And <laughs> so every time we go over to Carter's house, it's like, it's very beautiful and very cold, and you're not allowed to touch anything. <laughs> like Ferris Bueller. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember watching Real Genius over there. That was so – that was awesome. Um and I remember watching the Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and Miss Elizabeth, the Mega Powers, had a fight. It was on main event, February of 89. It was at Jonathan Walker's house. That was awesome. One of the best Friday night wrestling shows ever. So, yeah, we've had lots of good times growing up. I mean, just the, like I said, the memories. Uh, my little brother and I written video games, wrestling tapes, you name it. I mean, it was awesome. Those are the, I'm telling you, I just can't, can't say that enough. So, my child, again, my childhood was phenomenal. Was badass. Thank you, mom and dad, for <laughs> all that all that time spending money on us on a bunch of useless crap, <laughs> useless information. Right? No, I still have my I still have all my wrestling stuff. They're all digital. But um, there's there's uh, Instagram accounts out there. This guy has nothing but Coliseum video stuff. That is that is a dedicated fan right there. So you'd be surprised what's still out there. So I remember I found an Andre the Giant. 1989 LJN rubber doll for like $25,000. And this, I mean, I was like, man, I would, I'd love to get it for my brother because he loves Andre the Giant. But, um, man, just just looking up on eBay and looking around what they have, it's it's just amazing. It's like, man, I wish I could buy that, you know. <laughs> Super Friends. And then, of course, you had Saturday morning cartoons. Super Friends. Uh, Super Powers. Ninja Turtles. Um mask he-man gi joe uh brave star uh rambo force of freedom <laughs> which only lasted like one season it's like yeah i don't think we need this on saturday morning cartoons the gummy bears um camp candy uh alf i mean it's just oh man just just going back memory lane right there folks Woo. Um, yeah, so it's not the same. It's not the same anymore, but, um, 
and and when I then when I got into junior high and high school, I used to rent movies and I'd I'd, I'd rip them. Back then, I had two VHS, I had a two VCRs, and I could copy the tape from one to the other, record it on the other. It was really cool. I had a method going, but I just I just wanted to save the movies. I didn't if I rented a movie, I was going to save it. So I put it on a blank VHS tape. And I don't know how many times my parents just got so tired of that. I know they did. <laughs> but sorry, mom and dad. But <laughs> but yeah, so. Just again, kind of a laid another laid back edition here at the Cabana. Just talking about the good old days, Friday nights as a kid. I'm telling you, those it was awesome. I'm sure we all have our memories that we like to talk about uh, as far as growing up and you know good times with friends and spend the night parties, things like that. And you know prank calling girls that you had crushes on back then, um, and watching naked women on Cinemax after dark. So. <laughs> And hoping you don't get caught. We got caught one time at um, the uh, uh, Carver and Shelby Rayburn's house. It was myself, Jonathan Walker, Carver and Shelby, Bradley Rayner, and I think Carter Wilkes, and somebody else. I can't remember if there was nobody else there or not. Maybe maybe Jason Bailey was there. I don't remember. But it was over there in Lakeway Gardens. We all had a spend the night kind of deal. And we're watching Cinderella. It's an it's, it's not the Disney movie you're thinking of. So, <laughs> and Miss Miss Rayburn walks in right when there's a scene where it's just right there, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And <laughs> I'll never forget that. We all got in trouble, and she sees it. We all start laughing. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> "Whoops!" <laughs> oh man, it was it was funny. So yeah, Miss Rayburn, you know, and we, she turns it off. She goes, "You guys go to bed right now." Yes, ma'am. We turn it right back home and she left. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, good times. But anyway, yeah, so Friday nights, man. So it's all about. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to check out some old ones tonight. I may, I may just watch 3 o'clock high again. I'm kind of hooked on it. So it's a, I'm telling you, if you get a chance, uh, relive the 80s. There's some good stuff. It's a really great movie. It's kind of flies under the radar. I'm telling you, it's one you didn't expect and you'll – You'll, you'll probably, I hope you really, I think you'll really enjoy it. The library cop from Seinfeld, Bookman, is in it. He's a, he's a cop. He's actually a cop in it, too, so it's really good. It's like, the library cop's name is Bookman? That's like an ice cream man named Cone. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, so, yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll end it here. I'm get, get uh, going to wind it down here. I'm going to end it with a joke. So, um <laughs> So five ants move into an apartment with five other ants. Now they're tenants. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, another dad joke. So uh, did you hear about the uh, cheese factory that exploded in France? They found nothing but debris. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Anyway, but, um, yeah. Play the motorboat? You motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll settle for the sailor part. Thank you, Vince Vaughn. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah bad dad joke, sorry. So, anyway, um, looking forward to this be the last podcast for a couple weeks, maybe. Uh, Captain Cambino is going on vacation, headed down to Key West. So, we're headed back to um, original stomping grounds. And where the captain is back in his familiar territory. So uh, we're going to find out 
going to find gonna find out what what's going on and maybe try to get a, get some boat action going and have some have some fun and just enjoy it. So looking forward to it. Uh, I'll be heading down on Tuesday, so I'll be off all next week, and uh, we, I'll try to post some live live videos uh, when if I can on Instagram. Be sure to follow the Captain Cambino on Instagram. It's at Captain Cambino, and of course you can follow and subscribe to the latest podcast uh, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So um, anyway, yeah. So again, another laid back edition here at the Cabana. Um, not much else going on just chilling on a Friday night go about to enjoy it uh, maybe watch some movies just stay up late and who knows we'll see what happens maybe maybe throw in some Cinemax after dark uh, from YouTube so <laughs> I'm sure there's some out there somewhere but anyway um, it's been a pleasure uh, again kind of a laid-back edition on tonight of the cabana and good old days of Friday nights uh, growing up as a kid uh, I'll never I'll always remember them and cherish them it's been it was, it was awesome thank you mom and dad for my childhood had a phenomenal childhood. I always love seeing those um, wrestling memes, and it's Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, or Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, and it says, "If you remember this match, your childhood was fucking awesome." You're damn right it was. So anyway, uh, thank God for all of it. So you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Uh, Friday night, February twenty third, two thousand twenty four. The podcast will be available here shortly. I appreciate all the support. Looking forward to my time off. Again, I'll post as much stuff as I can on Instagram the next week. And we'll see what happens and bring back the podcast very soon. So um, any recommendations in Key West, please let me know. You can uh, maybe send a post here a little bit. And any recommendations, the captain will definitely consider it. I really appreciate it. Got a new watch, too, for my birthday and some new sunglasses. The sunglasses are called Smoke Chasers. Yeah. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. I appreciate everything. It's been an honor. I look forward to next time. Be safe out there. Have some fun. Drink some high noons. Go skinny dipping. Get crazy with your girl. Go have some fun. Get naked. Do it all. Get, live it up. <laughs> it's for you, Blackwell. Anyway, so I appreciate all of it. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Never give up. And just live life to the fullest. Enjoy yourself. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to the next podcast. This is Captain Cambino from Captain Cambino's Cabana. Permission to come aboard.